0: Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June 28th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it, um, uh, changing the format up a little bit, um, cause it'd be perfectly, um, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm kind of burnt out on coronavirus rant. Uh, Racism and police brutality. Um, I've talked about uh, coronavirus for four months. And police brutality and racism for a little over a month. And those issues are very important to me. But um, I just feel like I'm regurgitating the same information every day and um you know those issues are very important to me but this was designed to be a sports podcast and talking about those issues every single day um it's kind of depressing so um when something um when, when I feel that something of great significance needs to be said on it, I will go back to it, but I'm going to go back to my old format before all this nonsense started. Uh, two non-Florida State topics pertaining to sports, and then three Florida State topics. So... um keeping that uh format in mind here we go uh first segment is entitled how much do pro and college teams really love fans i think we're gonna find out because a lot of these um pro leagues and college um teams plan on playing without fans and you know, we're, we're, I mean, we're gonna find out how important fans are to the to the teams and to the game. Um, do do fans really make a difference? Um, you know, uh, some some of fans, some fans or. Some uh, stadiums and crowds They bring out the best in players Some bring out the worst in players Um You know when, when you make a good play You get to cheer When you get make a bad play you get to boo And you know I think that's Extremely vital In uh sports Um But um you know, it's just gonna be crazy to watch like a big time NFL game or a big time college football game and there's no fans and just not hearing that crowd noise. I mean, will will um will the stadium operator, you know, just manufacture those sounds? I mean, you're gonna I mean you're going to hear the band, I'm assuming the band are going to play At these games, at the college level And you're just going to hear Sometimes you can hear the uh, band music Sometimes you can't, depending on the crowd But when there's there's not going to be any fans there You're going to be able to hear that Um You know, more than anything else Um Maybe they'll mic up the players To kind of offset Not having the crowd noise I don't know we'll find out Um, But it's going to be interesting to see After each game Will the uh, Players You know speak on not having fans There And just putting, Putting emphasis on how much they mean To the game 'Cause if there's no fans there's no game. So we'll see. Um second segment is entitled Should Jersey numbers be retired forever? I think it just depends on the player. You know, like a Joe Montana. You know, I don't think I don't think anybody's ever gonna wear sixteen again or Jerry Rice. I don't think anybody's ever gonna wear eighty again or Tom Brady nobody's gonna wear 12 you know so on and so forth it just depends on what caliber player you are um you know like a Bryant Young he just made the the uh, Hall of Fame this year but Nick Bosa is wearing his 97. so. You know, it just depends on what caliber player you are. Um, Brian Young had to wait 13 years to get to the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, down at Florida State, um, the the only number that is untouchable is number two by Dion Sanders. But back in the day, he let Samari Rowe wear it. Uh, nobody's ever worn it since. I don't think anybody wants to wear it. They don't want that pressure of wearing Deion Sanders' number. Um, you know, Samari Rowe was a very unique talent at Florida State. So he wanted that pressure. I don't think anybody else wants that pressure. So it just it just depends on what caliber player you are. I don't see anybody wearing... Uh, Troy Aikman's number eight or Emmitt Smith's number twenty-two, um, but again, eighty-eight is still in in uh, circulation in in uh, Dallas. They they don't retire number eighty-eight. They give it to the best receiver on the team. So, um, but again, a player who wants that pressure. Ask for that number, or a wide receiver that wants that pressure. He usually asks for that number because he wants to follow in the footsteps of uh, uh, Drew Pearson and Michael Irvin and um, um, Daz Bryant. So, let me know what you think about that segment. All right, and, you know, uh, like I said earlier, Bryant Young, former San Francisco 49ers defensive tackle, had to wait 13 years to get the Hall of Fame nod. Now, my man Leroy Butler, again, I know I've done a, a segment on him in a previous episode, but I just can't help but think about him. He's been waiting 19 years to get the Hall of Fame call. 19 years, bro. Okay. And his statistics are favorable to Troy Polamalu's. Uh he has 889 career tackles, 38 interceptions, 20 and a half sacks, 13 forced fumbles. Troy Polamalu Okay, Troy Palamalu, 770 tackles, 12 sacks, 32 interceptions, 14 forced fumbles, three touchdowns. Um So I would say Leroy Butler had a better career statistically. Um. Troy Palomalu won two Super Bowls. Leroy Butler won one and lost one. Okay? But he was still a dynamic player. And just for the life of me, I don't understand. Um, you know, why this guy is has had to wait. Uh this long to get the hall of fame nod. 19 years man for a player with those statistics i mean you could argue that he should have been a first ballot i mean for for free safety this is this is a great career Now I'm not going to say that Leroy Butler is the greatest free safety of all time. Um but it's just it's just insane to me that he's had to wait this long. 19 years, man. Played 11 seasons in the NFL. 1990 to 2001 first team all-pro uh 1993 96 97 98 NFL 1990s all decade team so I, I just think I, I don't know what the criteria is for that the Hall of Fame goes by. Obviously it's not statistics. Because statistically he had a better career than Troy Palomalu. So hopefully he'll get in next year. I mean he's been waiting forever. It'll be <coughs> excuse me, it'll be twenty years. They, I think it's ridiculous he's had to wait that long. Um so let me know what you think about that segment. Um next segment. Uh Hamsa Nasruddin. Um can he regain form um after the injury. 64212 I mean was having an awesome season. Then he um he got hurt. Uh some websites have him at six four two fifteen um so we'll just go with whatever you know between 210 and 215 um physically gifted features great length ideal bill um with good thickness throughout the frame explosive fluid mover in all directions uh rounding out his highly appealing i'm reading this from a website this isn't something i wrote um i mean basically he's a good player um he 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 would be an ideal candidate for this hybrid uh um safety hybrid linebacker thing that they're gonna try to do with the with the 4-3 hybrid scheme he would be the ideal cannon He has the great size to play that position Um So Um If he can come back from the injury Um You know that would be awesome Um He's um He's from Concord North Carolina which is right down the street from charlotte and um you know i i I hope he i wish the best of luck to him i hope he can beat the injuries and come back and be better than ever because like i said this guy was on a tear and i just thought that um that was pretty much a done deal he was gonna be a uh first round pick I mean he had uh, over a hundred tackles. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for a uh strong safety. But um you know, he's coming back for his uh red shirt junior year and we'll see what happens, man. Um had a pretty pretty had a pretty good year in two thousand eighteen, ninety one tackles. 101, 2019. and um you know, I think uh, he, if he can come back from this injury, he's going to continue to do what he was doing. And, um, you know, I think he's pretty much NFL bound after this season. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, last topic for this episode. Why I will not rate true freshmen. I, I just think most people get it wrong I mean, you know, when you got a prospect like Trevor Lawrence that it's obvious that he's going to be good or Justin Fields and it's obvious that he's going to be good or a Dalvin Cook or a Leonard Fournette, okay. But, you know, we haven't had a player of that caliber since Cam Akers, okay. We knew Cam Akers was going to be good. Um, I don't think we have a player in this class that that is like that so you know i just try to hold back and not put any pressure on myself or the player by saying okay he's gonna be the next great thing or he's gonna suck so if it's if it's not an obvious can't miss prospect i just try to reserve my opinion and um You know, just just wait until after his freshman year to give him some kind of rating. Because I just hate to, you know, try to be like a draft analyst and get it wrong. And then somebody leaves a comment that, you know, you basically, you know, missed on your evaluation. And, you know, I think after one year of game tape, you can... You know, if he started or played in twelve or thirteen games, you can you can make an honest evaluation. So that's pretty much it. Um, you you pretty much know when you have like a five star player, and they they're just running through high school football. That okay, you know. This this is a guy that's just gonna get to college and just tear it up. But like I said, we haven't had those caliber players in a while. So, hopefully we can start getting those players again so I can make those evaluations. Those are the easy ones uh, to make. <laughs> so, um that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um thank you for listening. Um be safe, be kind, be courteous, be aware of your surroundings. Um wear a mask, um sanitize your area. Um and as always, go nose.